Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Last time we were, we talked about, you know, growing faith, having it to have to grow our faith. Today we want to talk about the saying of faith. The saying of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to talk about the saying of faith. Thank you, Jesus. You see, we serve a big God, yes. and our God is a speaking God. Amen. The, 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 the gods of, of, of uh, idols don't speak, but we serve a God who speaks because he's a real God. Amen. 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 And so, if that is the case, then, you know, we ought to know what his word says about us so that we can speak what the word says. Because if we do, it will see God's glory. Amen. So we want to deal briefly on this topic that I call the saying of faith because uh, I find that to be uh, uh, interesting. If we look at our Lord Jesus, everything he did, it was by speaking. Yes. Sometimes he would speak and then he would lay hands. But there are instances where he just spoke. Now, the Bible is God speaking to us. Yes. The Bible is the word of God in John chapter 1, verse 1, there is one verse 1, it says in the beginning, one to four in the beginning before all time was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Amen. Of course the word is still God. He says it was there originally from the beginning and it was with the word or with the word all things were created. Amplify says all things were made and came into existence in verse 3 through him, and without him was not even one thing made that has come into being. He says, without the instrumentality of the word, nothing manifests in the physical realm. Without the word, nothing manifests in the physical realm. Let's, talk, let's just pause and think about that. Everything was created by God speaking. And without the, the spoken word, nothing came into existence. Amen. Now, that tells you how powerful God's word is. The word Jesus, God sent to dwell with us and to show us how to operate the way God does. Jesus spoke his faith. He wasn't quiet about his faith. Because everything that, every miracle he wrought, he had to speak. Amen. There's not one miracle that he did that he didn't speak. Because it is in speaking that you release your faith. Amen. 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 
Hallelujah. Faith, in Hebrews 11.1, 1, says, Faith is the substance of things so far, the evidence of things not seen. And that word substance is also translated in Hebrews 1.3 as person. So years ago, the Lord said to me, I want you to read this word. Faith is the person. What Which person now? Who is that? Jesus. The person of Jesus of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Now, Jesus is a living word. So faith is the word of God of things so for. The evidence of things not seen. So the word carries everything that we need. The word is what transports things from the spiritual realm to the physical realm because the word is spirit. Amen. 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 The word is spirit. So look at John 6 verse 63. John 6 verse 63. Hallelujah. Amen. It says that it is the spirit who gives life, it is the life giver. The flesh converts no benefit, whatever. There's no profit in it. The words are truths that I've been speaking to you are spirit and life. Jesus says his words are spirit and life. So the word of God equals the spirit of God. The word of God equals what? The spirit of God. So anytime the word is released, the spirit of God is released. Amen. Anytime you release the word from your mouth, you release the spirit of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Anytime we release the word in faith, God, we, we, we put God's spirit to work on our, on our behalf. Amen. You see, because when God created the universe and the earth, he released words into the atmosphere. And when words were released, things changed. When words were released, things changed. If you don't release words from your mouth, nothing changes. God, you know, says, okay, call on me. You say, well, the Lord knows what I need. Yes, but he said to call on you, call on him. So how are we going to get that? If we don't call on him. How are, we going, how are we going to see his glory. If we don't call on him. So God has given us his word. And he wants us to imitate him. And speak. When we speak we release his faith. So we're talking about the saying of faith. You know because sometimes you have to take some action. But today we want to focus on this action. Of speaking. Amen. 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 That's what we want to focus on. You want to focus on this action of speaking. When you don't speak, nothing happens. But when you speak, something good happens. When you speak in line with the word that is, something good will happen. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Look at Psalm 104 verse 30. Psalm 104 verse 30. Talking about creation. This is very interesting. In Genesis we see there in chapter 1, God said, let there be light, or light be, and light is, as as, as Young Stryan puts it. Light be, light is. 
because light still is. It's not light be and light was. No, he said light be and light is because light still is. Amen. And so in verse, and then it goes on there in Genesis chapter 1, you are familiar with it, speaking things into existence. Alright, now verse 30 of Psalm 104 it says, when you send forth your spirit and give them breath, they are created. And you replenish the face of the ground. Talking about animals here. But then it was words he spoke in Genesis chapter 1. Go and check there. He spoke words. But here the psalmist says he sent forth his spirit. So when you speak the word of God, you are releasing the spirit of God into a situation. Amen. When you speak the word of God, you release God's spirit into the situation. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It's very important. When you we're talking about the saying of faith, you cannot say, I'm operating in faith and you're quiet. Amen. Amen. So then, what we're talking about is saying of faith, we're talking about releasing the word of God out of your mouth. We're talking about speaking the word into your situation. Why, why is that is important? God's word is exalted above every other situation. Psalm 138 verse 2 says this. He's highly exalted his name and his word above all else. And we know God's name and God's word are one. So when you release the word, you are saying, I want to dominate in this situation. When you release the word, you want God to dominate Israel for you. Amen. 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 Because, you see, the word is truth. And truth is permanent. Amen. The word is truth. God is truth. And God is eternal. Truth is eternal. That's why truth is permanent. Now, whatever else we face that's not of God cannot be permanent. It's only temporary. Amen? Amen? It's only temporary. The word created all things. We've established that. We established the fact that the word and the spirit are one. We've established the fact that the word is exalted above all else. Now in Hebrews 1.3, it says that God upholds the whole universe by the word of his power. Amen. So it is the word it is the word that upholds the universe. Not nuclear deterrence. Man talks about nuclear deterrence and all that, but it is the word that holds this thing in place. And when the word is released, this thing will fall it up. Amen? Amen. We have to see, we have to know in whom we believe. We have to know that our Father is in charge. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Man is not in charge. God is in charge. Amen. And because he's in charge, you, lining up with him, you take charge in your situation. Amen? Amen. Now, let's go ahead to Isaiah chapter 55. Isaiah 55. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 10. Go read from verse 10 to, to, to verse uh, 11. For as the rain and the snow come down from the heavens, and return not there again, but water the earth and make it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. 
So shall my word be. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void without producing any effect useless, but it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Now, this is God saying to us, listen, my word cannot return void. The rain doesn't start falling and then halfway it stops. That would be against the law of gravity. The rain falls and forces the earth to produce what's in it. Amen. God says, when I send, when he sends his word, it, it will force that situation to line up with what God says. Amen. All right. <clears throat> so, we talk about God. We say, yes, this is talking about God. That is true. But remember, you and God are one. Amen. We are one with him. Amen. Amen. I say, you and I are one with our Father. Amen. Jesus said in John 14, 20, he said, I in my Father, my Father in me, I in you, or you in me, and I in you. We are one indivisible unit with God. Amen. 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 Why is that important? Because one day the Lord told me, he said, when you read this, Isaiah 55, you read there, you say, okay, verse 11, that's God talking. He said, I want you to read it and make it your own. Read it and make it your own. That when you send your word, your word cannot return void. Amen. 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 That when you send your word, your word cannot return void. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, I may use myself now because I don't know about you. He said, and then when my, he says, so shall my word now, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void without producing any effect, but it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose. Yeah. And it will prosper in the thing to which I send it. Amen. So you have to convince yourself, not well, you don't have to convince yourself. Agree with this. That when you open your mouth and declare what God says about the situation, it cannot return void. Amen. Because you are releasing the word from your mouth, you're releasing your faith with it. You're releasing your faith with it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So now, when you release your faith, when you speak the word and agree, first agree with God, agree that that word you're going to release will prove what He says. Amen. 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 First, agree that what God says is what is going to happen in the situation. Then, Take that word and release it into the atmosphere. Speak it into the situation. Let the Holy Spirit go, take hover over that word to perform it. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4.13, he says, They were the same spirit of faith who believed and spoke. We too believe and we speak. Amen. So if you believe, if you agree with God and you speak, you must have what God said. You must have what that word says. Amen? Amen. 
No, your case cannot be any different. Hallelujah. Amen. Your case cannot be any different. Amen. Well, you know, no, 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 I don't know. God doesn't even know. He tries to say, you know. No, he doesn't agree with you. Not that he doesn't know what he's trying to say, but he doesn't agree with you. So we got to agree with him. Amen. Amen. What I'm saying, no excuses. Amen. Amen. No excuses. The word works. Yes, it does. The word works. So now, Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8. Hallelujah. Amen. This is Jesus at, at, uh, uh, in Capernaum. And, uh, you know, if we read it from verse 5 to 13. Matthew 8, 5 to 13. And he says, as Jesus went to Capernaum, a centurion came up to him, begging him, and saying, Lord, my servant boy is lying at, at the house paralyzed and, and destroyed with intense pains. And Jesus said to him, I will come and restore him. Jesus said, I will come and restore him. But the centurion said this. The centurion said, or replied to him, Lord, I am not worthy or fit to have you come under my roof, but only speak the word and my servant boy will be cured. Amen. He said, Lord, you don't have to come into my house. You don't have to come, come into, my, into my home. I recognize your authority. Your authority supersedes my earthly authority. Your authority has operated both in the spiritual and the physical. And in the spiritual, there's no distance. So you speak the word here, and my boy at home will be well. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When Jesus heard him, Sorry, but nine, he said, So, for, for I also a man subject to authority with soldiers subject to me. And I said to one, Go, he goes. And to another, Come, and he comes. And to my slave, Do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard him, he marveled and said to those who followed him, who had here steadfastly to him, <clears throat> He said, I tell you truly, I have not found so much faith as this with anyone even in Israel. He said he didn't find a faith like that. In John chapter 4, the nobleman said, hey, come and lay hands. Jairus said, Lord, come to my house. But here the centurion, a Roman captain, said, just speak the word. Release the word. You see, when you release the word, you're releasing your faith. The centurion understood that when Jesus releases word, the word is a word, and the word of God is full of faith, is self-fulfilling. The word is self-fulfilling, therefore, it must happen. Amen. You see, in Jeremiah 1 12, it says, I am alert and active, watching over my word to perform it. So then, when the word is spoken, God makes sure that the Spirit of God performs that word. Amen. For in, in Luke's Gospel 137, with God, nothing is whatever impossible. And no word from God shall be without power or impossible fulfillment. So when the centurion said, Master, only speak the word, he understood that the word of God must fulfill, must be fulfilled. He understood God's word carried all the power 
that is needed to fulfill itself. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now we jump there to verse 13. Jesus said, then to the centurion, Jesus said, go, it shall be done for you as you have believed. And, and, and the servant boy was restored to health at that very moment. Hallelujah. In verse 10, you know, Jesus said, he hasn't seen any faith like this in Israel. So he hasn't seen any, it's a, so, so great faith. What was, what was it about a man's faith? He just trusted in what Jesus said. And Jesus called that great faith. When we trust, when we trust in what the word says, God says that's great faith. And Jesus said, as you have believed. And you know, interestingly, when I read this, when I what I heard in my spirit is as you have received. Because the word believe. Equals receive. Amen. It's synonymous. Believe and receive are synonyms. In fact, in John 1, you're going to see John 1, 10, 11 there. You know, he says, he says that those who believe in him, he gave them power to, to, to become the sons of God. John chapter 1, let me just let me just go there so that we can come back here. Because that's an important passage. I don't want to, don't want to gloss over it. John chapter 1. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You see there, it says in John chapter 1, 11, he came to that which belonged to him, to his own. And they who were his own did not receive him and did not welcome him. Notice, they who were his own did not receive him, did not welcome him. But as many as did receive him and welcome him, he gave them authority to become the children of God, that is, to those who believed in him, in his name. So when you believe him, you receive him. When you believe his word, you receive what the word carries. So the centurion, he said, as you have believed, as you have received, as you have received, let it be so. Amen. Let it be done to you as you have received. Amen. Because, you know, when God, once God gives you something, he's not going to take it back from you. Amen. Amen. The Bible says the gifts and call of God without repentance. God does not give you something and then take it back from you. He said, as you, has, as you have believed, as you have received. So then, if you, you know, how do we put this to work? Proverbs chapter 4 shows us how. From verse 20, 20 there to 24. Hallelujah. Remember, God's word doesn't return void. When you speak the word, it cannot return void. Amen. Amen. My son, attend to my words, consider and submit to my sayings. Let them, verse 21, not depart from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart, 
For they are life to those who find them, healing and health to all their flesh. Keep on guard your heart with all vigilance, above all that you got, for out of it flows for the springs of life. Put away from you false and dishonest speech. False speech is not part of the body of Christ. Dishonest speech is not part of the body of Christ. Amen? He said, willful and contrary talk put far away from you. What happens is that, okay, well, I'm just joking. Before you know it, you get used to speaking, speaking nonsense. No, Jesus said that everything we say proceeds out of our heart. So there's nothing like I meant to say. Amen. So he says, the word, we must give the word undivided attention, number one. Number two, we must do what the word says. Submit to, incline your ear, hearken to the word, hear and do what the word says. Number three, it says, do not let the word depart from your sight. Why? When it departs from your sight, it will depart from your mouth. When the word departs from your sight, it will depart from your mouth. Because Joshua 1.8 says, Joshua 1.8 says, this book of the law shall not depart from out of your mouth. You meditate upon it day and night. And be careful to do according to it thereof. And then you make your way. Prosperous. Deal wisely and have good success. God says, with the word in my mouth, I make my way what? Prosperous. Because what I say is what I'm going to do. We're talking about a saying of faith. What you say is what you're going to do. When you speak the word of God, you release the, the spirit of God. Hope as well, I want to perform it. And the angels of God are busy. They busy themselves to make sure that word is performed. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, <clears throat> In Matthew 15, Matthew 15 from verse 21 to 28. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Here is, a, here is a, the, the Canaanite woman, the Syrophoenician woman that went to Jesus and asked him to come to, to, to uh, heal, heal the daughter who was sick at home. From verse 21 all the way down to verse 28. He says, verse 22 there. And behold, the woman who was a Canaanite who, who had who, from that district, as from Tyre uh, 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 and Sidon, came out and, and with a loud, troublesome, uh, urgent cry, begged, begged, begged the master, begged, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is miserably and distressingly and cruelly possessed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word. And his disciples came and implored him, saying, send her away, for she is crying after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. 
He said, no, I wasn't sent to the, uh, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the Gentiles. 25. But she came and, and kneeling, worshipped him and kept praying, Lord, help me. And he answered, it is not right, it is not proper to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. She said, yes, Lord, yet even the little pups eat the crumbs that fall from that master's table. Verse 26, Jesus said, healing is the children's bread. Amen. Jesus said what? Healing is the children's bread. So I want you to say this after me. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. Therefore, healing is my bread. Therefore, healing is my bread. Right now, I partake of the bread of healing. By the stripes that wounded the Lord Jesus, I am healed. I am healed. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you redeem you. me from the curse of the law. Therefore, I refuse to be bound. I refuse to be oppressed. By your stripes, I was healed. Therefore, I am. Healing is my bread. Daily, I partake of the bread of heaven, the bread of healing. Thank you, Lord. You set me free. I am healed. I am whole. For by your stripes, I was healed. If I was healed, therefore I am. I am the healer of the Lord. I walk in divine health because I am the child of the Most High God. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You see, in John 6, verse 63, we read that before. Jesus said that it is the spirit that gives life. The flesh converts no benefit. Whatever. He said, the words that I've been speaking to you are spirit and life. Amen. Or spirit and life-giving. The word is life-giving. So when we speak the word into a situation, it will cause it to come alive. Amen. So then, <clears throat> remember, God changed Abraham's name. And gave him a, a name from, from Abraham to Abraham. And Sarah from Sarai. Romans 4. From Sarai, Sarai to Sarah. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want us to see that. How the word of God. Changed one man's life. And changed the history of mankind. Verse 16, from verse 16 to 21, it says, Therefore, inheriting the promise is the outcome of faith and depends entirely on faith. Inheriting the promise is the outcome of faith and depends entirely on faith. It's the outcome of acting on the word and depends entirely on the word because faith is the saying of God or the word of God of things so forth. He said, Now that it might be given as an act of grace to make it stable and, and guaranteed to all its descendants. Not only to devotees and adherents of the law, but also to those who share the faith of Abraham. Who is not the father of us all? As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. God said to Abraham, 
when he changed his name from Abraham, high father to Abraham, the father of many nations, I have made you the father of many nations. Why? Because God calls those things that are, that are not as being. Faith calls that which is not as being. Faith calls that which does not exist as being in existence. Why? Because remember, it is the spirit that gives life. It is the spirit that creates. And the word is spirit. So when I speak the word, I'm releasing the spirit of God into a situation. Amen. So Abraham answered his name joyfully. I am Abraham. What was he saying? That is saying of faith. I am Abraham. He's speaking. He's confessing what God has made him. Amen. You confess what God has made you. Become what God has made you. Amen. I am Abraham. What is the spirit of God doing walking in his body? Please hear me. It took only three months, approximately, if you call it two to three months, because in that same year, Isaac was born. At 99, his name was changed. At the 99 years, but you know, the uh, beginning of 100, that 100 year, Isaac was born. Now, check this out Sarai to Sarah. And if you look at Genesis 17, it said, A mother of nations have made you, king will come from you. And she began to call herself Sarah. A woman that was barren when she was young. At 90, her womb was dead. I said at 90, her womb was dead. But God gave life to that womb. Amen. Don't tell me that a word doesn't work. All that he did was, Abraham did was what? Speak the word. We're talking about the saying of faith. I said, we're talking about what? The saying of faith. Why? Because Jesus said, the spirit makes alive. My word is what spirit and life. My word is spirit and life giving. So when I speak the word, I am releasing the spirit and the life giving spirit of God into my situation. You release the life giving spirit of God into your situation to change the situation from what it was to what God has ordained for you. You don't have to feel anything to do this. You can you start where you are. You may not feel convinced that it's neither here nor there. But just keep doing it. The Spirit of God is working, and you get yourself to that place where you can see yourself with this miracle. Amen. Hallelujah. Because God is still in the healing business. God is still doing creative miracles. God is still doing restorative miracles. He is God all by himself. And his word is truth. The word stands forever. The word does not change, but changes all things. So when I speak the word, something good must happen. Amen. Amen. Several years ago, I guess 2005, God sent me to minister to a man in, in, in Cincinnati. He was 74. He has lo he, he lost his kidneys to flesh-eating bacteria. He lost his liver. Both were gone. He was on dialysis. Alright? When the liver is gone, there's the swelling of the abdomen. Fluid collected there. And I looked at him. I began to show him some things in the world. And then I said, listen. I'm going to call this thing back. I'm going to ask God to give you a new liver. 
He's going to ask God to give you a new kippish. To the glory of God, when I spoke in the name of Jesus, I said in the name of Jesus, Father in Jesus' name, give my brother a new, new liver. I command the excited, the fluid in the, 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 in the abdomen. I command you to dry up in the name of Jesus. In two weeks, the fluid had gone. The liver was back up. God put a new liver. Everything, the liver was normal. The kidney took me five months, but we got it. In five months, God, the brand new kidneys were in place. Now, please hear me. I'm not talking about some story I read somewhere. I'm talking about what I witnessed. His his, his nephrologist was an atheist. His kidney doctor was an atheist. And he said, he said to him, Happy, this is a miracle. Amen. When an atheist tells you it's a miracle, you better believe it. Amen. Hallelujah. When an atheist sees what God does, he will say, this is, not, this is not what man can do. This is a miracle. When an atheist says a miracle, you better believe the word of God works. You better believe that when you speak the word into your situation, things must change. You better believe that God is still giving life to the dead and cause those things that have been as though they were. Paul said in, in Acts 26 verse 8, he said, why do you think it's incredible that God gives life to the dead? He said, why do you think it's unbelievable that God gives life to the dead? What is death? Something lifeless. An organ not functioning right. God is still giving life. Amen. The word is still spirit and, 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 and life. Amen. You can speak over yourself. You can speak over your situation. Yes. For God to bring about a change. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. The other day we had a word. He said, in this time, in this economy, we enjoy plenty. We yes. have abundance. Yes. You keep speaking that word. It doesn't matter what things look like. Everything will change to line up with that word. Amen. You said God is what you said. When I went to a meeting, my brother spoke it. He said, in this time, in this economy, I enjoy plenty yes. and abundance. Therefore, this word must be fulfilled in my life. Lord, I thank you. In this time, in this economy, I have abundance and enjoy plenty. In this time, in this economy, I have abundance and enjoy plenty. In this time, in this economy, I have abundance and enjoy plenty. It does not matter what Congress does. It doesn't matter. What is happening around us? Amen. What, what matters is what we do with what we know to be true. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God is still in the healing business. Yes, he is. God is still doing creative miracles. Yes, he is. If you could give a 99-year-old man 100 years, make him have a son, and then he lived till 175 years. That's the God I'm talking about. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. He said, Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are what they are spirit and they are life. We say this. Please don't forget. He said, my word cannot return void. 
The words that I speak, I say they're not going to return void. The words that if you believe this word, if you agree with God and speak, your word cannot return void. The word cannot return void. Glory, 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 glory. In the name of Jesus, right now, I want to speak over organs that are not working right. I want to speak over those organs that are not working right. Hear me. Hear the word of God. The organs must hear the word. They must obey the word. In the name of Jesus. Ah, glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. In the name of Jesus. Where the pancreas is not working right. Right now. In Jesus' name. I call 